All right, back here on the sports grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Sand spin the one and twos. 1-800-707-9760. Broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Moving and Storage, your locally family-owned portable storage experts. Their service are as efficient, prompt, and cost-effective. So if you're in the process of about to move, you know, a lot of people move in the summer. And that's usually the time people move. So if you're needing somebody to help you move, you can call Tiger Moving and Storage. Or just go to their website, actually, uh, for information on the containers at ChooseTiger.com. That's Tiger Moving Company, official sponsor of the Sports Club. Okay, we've got some more NBA breaking news, but you had a Twitter question uh, for me out there before we get to the other NBA breaking news. Yeah, so we have uh, Sports 210 checking in here. Calvin, why are you so scared? It's a youth movement despite the reason, and it's possible upper management has a plan. Just sit back and enjoy the show and stop stressing out the fans and yourself. Well, first of all, trust me, there's a lot of things that stress me out in my life besides the silver and black. They don't stress me out. I'm not fear of anything. I usually don't get scared. Maybe of God and the IRS, that's about it. But I'll tell you this right now. The reason why I'm telling you, and I said this in the first hour, this could be exciting to go, but the other thing that concerns me, nobody they've drafted of late it stays on this team. From slow-mo, Derek White, Brent Forbes, now DeJounte. Chimezi Metu, Metu, Lucas Shimanich, now Lonnie Walker. Possibly Lonnie Walker. Gary Weatherspoon. Uh, so, so what? I mean, because there's not a sport, that, not football, not baseball, and not bad, damn sure not basketball, damn sure not football. There's not a sport out there that you can constantly draft and constantly have the guys you draft be gone within two to three years when you draft them. Either you're just either you having some horrible drafts, or either there's something else going on. There's nobody that has stayed on this team that they dressed the young guys. In the last seven days, they're gone. They're all gone for the most part. So but explain that one. That's, the, the, that's like not the, the players spirit. necessarily leaving, though. That's the team leaving the players. I don't care what it is. We play Herm Edwards. Hello. You play the game. You play to win the game, right? We, we're trying to be competitive. I don't care what it is. I'm telling you that is a recipe for what? Like how can how can any – if you really – Take the blue blockers, the silver and black blue blockers off. How can anybody be confident? I don't care if they're tanking to go get, you know, the, the Tony's kid from France or whatever the hell. I don't care if they're, you know, tanking to get this guy or they're going to take all these picks. How can you, where's the evidence to show, even if they turn these picks into whoever, they're going to still stay on this roster for whatever reason? They, don't tell me they, that's they, an they asked out question because that's the facts. Yeah, they still need a star. Well, I mean, they've got you, a bunch of role players, and 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 the the point being, yes, Dejounte is a good piece to have on a contending roster. He's a solid number two, but he doesn't have a number one to play alongside. Uh, they could have gotten. They, re- I really believe, they could have gotten a number one. And what do you, and and what does Shaq always tell you every Thursday on TNT, Jonas? It's also the worker bees that help you win. 
Everybody in the NBA. But you still have to have a queen in the hive. Somebody still has to be. It has to be operating around a player. They don't have that person. Like you told me, you come from rooting from. You come from a state and a town and a fan base that you've seen this happen to in the Cleveland Browns. And how has that worked out with Cleveland? Like I said, you recorded a record zero and seventeen season. What it is? Oh, and sixteen. Oh, and I'm telling you, there's not a sport that you play. You can't even do it in EA Live Sports, probably. There's nobody you can take and just keep having picks that you pick in first round, second round, and then basically go ahead and say, well, they're not going to be on the team in two or three years. And that All be- I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, man, like, because everybody try, it, like, it's, it, it, it's always, everything's fine. Well, first of all, no one's staying for whatever reason, even the guys are drafted. But it's not that they're not staying. Again, the team is moving these players. It's not that if this if this Dejounte report from Windhorse, uh, Brian Windhorse, is he was the one telling the team that I'm not going to stay. I think I, I'm I'm more on the the line that you're that you were talking about the other day, where the team doesn't want to spend the money. Right. That that's more where I'm at. It's not that it's not that the Dejounte wasn't going to be extend, uh, didn't want to sign an extension with the Spurs. It's that the Spurs weren't going to sign Dejounte to an that, extension. That, exactly. That's what I. Okay. That's what I feel. So again, yeah. that's that's the team telling this player you're not going to be here anymore. Not uh. the player telling the team I want to be traded. Okay. Well, so you, how, so when you look at Derek, you look at Lonnie, all these guys, the team is saying we're done with you. Yeah. You're moving slow mo. The team is done with you. Okay, go, hey, go on. Go get, your, go get you. your money. We're done with I, you. I'm not arguing with you on that. I'm just telling you you can't win that way. It, it's so, very so, tough so, that way, but it's no, also tough, like you've said, to win from no man's land. The team has officially announced by the moving of DeJounte Murray that this is this is now, this is the rebuild that everybody's been asking for. You can't have talent on a roster and attempt to lose. Right. I get I get you, but I'm just telling you, they as according to you, they haven't really hit rock bottom and really started. This is bottoming out. This is bottoming out. But right. But what I'm telling you, so previously, those players were still they weren't really bottoming out then, but they wasn't really keeping those players for whatever reason. You just can't win that way. I'm just that's all my point is. You can't in any sport. I don't care. I'm not saying it was the players wanted that way. Regardless, they're burning through picks. They're burning through picks. They just and it's not even burning through picks. They hit the reset button. Now is the time that they've hit the reset button. Okay, they hit it. And when you hit reset, you start over, just like a video game. You lost all the things that you all your equipment you were carrying, all the the whatever you collected. You hit restart. New no, game. You hit restart. You hit restart when everybody from top to bottom has changed. That's when you really hit restart. You just moving around. You so, just, you so, just the, moving so the around. team is still in no yeah, man's yeah, land. Yeah, you, you just basically. Like, I ain't got time for a shower. I'm just gonna throw some deodorant. I got this hot date. Hope she don't smell me tonight. That's what that is. <laughs> That's what that is. I'm gonna put on some brute. I'm gonna put on some brute. No, Anthony. I, I see what you said. No, the, no, no. I'm not saying Brian Winhurst is lying. What I'm telling you is his tongue. First of all, he said it in the podcast. I've got to listen to him, but I'm telling you, it's not just like you're taking people like you are taking it like, hey, man, he told him he wouldn't play here no more. He wouldn't tell him that. I don't believe, in my opinion, I don't believe it was just, it was the situation, the same thing Pop told Boba. We're not going to pay you that. Go get your money. And so Go at that point, point, DeJounte says, well, then yeah. trade me. Like, how in the hell does this stay quiet if all of a sudden, you know, DeJounte, man, I'm not signing no extension here. I don't want to be here. They're not winning or I'm not happy here. I don't like the city. How all of a sudden this just comes out in this day and time in 72 hours? 
So no one's calling him a liar, man. I'm saying it is not as as simple as that. And that's put out and pushed down here to basically sit there and try to have a re Well, this is really what they're doing. Let's move on. What's the other breaking news that's coming down the pipeline with the NBA? Yeah, so, uh, of course, we do have the news today breaking Kevin Durant uh, requesting a trade. Uh, Brian Windhorst also now reporting per Nick Wright that Kyrie to the Lakers is now a very possible outcome. So well, this is in uh, in – 48, uh, maybe more like 72 hours. The Brooklyn Nets went from, okay, now we're going to run it back next year. We got close, Mm. ran into a a Celtics team that went all the way to their back end of complete rebuild. After, like you mentioned the other day, they (laughs) they went in on this movement with Kyrie and Kevin Durant, and they moved Jarrett Allen, Spencer Dinwiddie. Look at that. Look at that roster they had before KD and, and Kyrie showed up. I mean, and you know what? All the reports earlier this week was Sean Marks and and Steve Nash. They were willing to let, and obviously they sticking to that because they were willing to let them both walk, considering what they went through last year. And I always said last year that I was shocked that this whole. And I told y'all last year when Steve, when Sean Marks and Steve Curse, uh, not Steve Curse, Steve Nash stood side by side at the beginning of the season, say, hey, look. Kyrie will be part of the team when he's all the way committed. Now, we knew that meant the vaccination, the getting the vaccine shot. When they when they bolted on that because they were worried about the minutes that KD was accumulating and they gave in to Kyrie, that's when all this stuff was done. And even back then, I said, I'm surprised considering where Sean Marks comes from, whether it's KD, Kyrie, whoever, why would he even – Accept this. And it's evidently you tried it and it took a toll. Like, uh, that's not what I'm used to. Let them both. We just going to have to start over again. But you're right. Look at that roster that they had before they danced with the devil. I'm telling you, man, Kyrie needs that. He, he's like, he reminds me of that shot of that, that meme that goes where wherever that lady or whoever's just setting a, a house is just blazing behind him. Like whatever team, whatever team from Boston to Brooklyn, there for Cleveland, Kyrie just leaves it dismantled. He just leaves it dismantled. He just doesn't pick up after himself. He leaves the cups off everywhere. He leaves the toilet seat up. Doesn't even wipe the piss off the toilet seat before his girl used the restroom. That's Kyrie. He just didn't, he just didn't crapped all over organizations. I would just like to know what communication did Katie and Kyrie have for him to go ahead and see you know, like, is this one of these petty moves by Katie's? Like, hey, I'm going to wait till you opt in, but then I'm going to go and then Katie. And as we're doing this show, Kyrie's picking up his agent. Uh, what? Get me out of here. I don't know how it went down, but I wonder because I because Katie is the petty with the best of them. So, anyway, 1-800-707-976. Let's see. Do we got time for a phone call? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's go to Gene. Gene, you're on the sports grind here on Ticket 760 and 1300 Zone. What's up, Gene? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? All right, man. I got, all right. So so follow me down a rabbit hole here. A mm-hmm. few years ago, and this is concerning Deshaun, mm-hmm. Bill O'Brien had the Texans on the cusp of greatness and kept getting more and more power, and everybody kept saying, what the hell does he have, pardon my French, on the McNairs that he keeps accumulating all this power? Then, 
out of nowhere, inexplicably, he starts getting rid of players he has no business getting rid of. And everybody's like, why isn't this dude getting fired? Ownership, silent. You're hearing in these reports that certain players were, were helping Deshaun cover up the actions he was doing with ownership and other players. And you have to wonder, was Bill O'Brien, maybe he wasn't a mad genius, maybe he saw what was going on and was doing his best to put a stop to it and was just made to look like a clown. You know what I'm saying? I, I hear where you... you see. I hear you, Gene. Thanks for the phone call. I hear you, but I, I mean, you know, I'm never going to discourage anybody if you want to go on that grassy knoll, but I feel that Bill O'Brien, you got to go back and look at the GM before that. I think it was Smith, um, brother man, who, who just, I think, you know, he ended up leaving the organization. He was there for like 10 years, a, a, wild, a, a long time. And his wife, I think, got diagnosed with cancer. And then, you know, uh, there was controversy in that area because people thought he was using that as an excuse just to go out in the in the wings. Bill O'Brien ended up almost having to take GM duties by default. And I think that that was the demise of really the tech. Because if you think about it, I mean, Bill O'Brien, what, he won the division once or twice, went to the playoffs, won a playoff game. He really got fired. And I've always said that he got fired for his GM decisions more than really his coaching. Now, if you want to say that, so I hear what you're trying to say. I don't know if I totally agree that he got the GM off of power because he saw what Deshaun was going, you know, doing, because I don't know. I mean, I don't know how long he really there was with Deshaun a few years, but it to me, I just feel I knew from day one and I felt from day one that this was a situation where the Texans, the McNair family, and everybody knew from the trainers, they knew what fetish and what Deshaun was into. And they knew that how damaging this could be to his image and his career. And they're the ones that put this out there and got the train going on this when he told them after sitting in a press conference with his mother and crying after getting a $150, $60, $70 dollar extension, that telling that owner that I don't want to play with you for you no more. That sent them crazy. And it just came to, and then when they found out he had a no trade clause and he really had leverage, that's when this whole motion, you know, put into play. Now, it doesn't excuse the Sean of his decisions. He made his decisions to put himself in this situation. Okay. Uh, and he's dealing with the consequences. He's going to deal with it. Now, they're going to stretch this out. I'm here tomorrow. I believe, I wouldn't be surprised if a Deshaun Watson decision comes down on a news dump Friday, meaning tomorrow. There's a lot of people feel that this might, a decision might be made tomorrow. Now there's a guy, I forgot his name. I think he, he covers these Washington post or something. He's been on top of this. Now the parameters, a lot of people feel this is going to be, cause you know, we've heard the whole season, but some people now are starting to look at it. If it is that six to eight mark. And some people believe the NFL will settle maybe on eight because they don't want to go to court over this because if they go to court over this, it puts in jeopardy the CBA agreement that they've already agreed to. It, it, you know, then it opens up dirty laundry about again. Robert Kraft, how did you handle him? Hell, that was a set, that was considered that massage parlor was under investigation for sex trafficking. But he stopped in one day and he got a parking. He got what was equivalent to a parking ticket. You know, Snyder, 
Daniel Snyder's on his boat somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the, over the seas on the run after one to be subpoenaed. So to me, and if, Stephen if, Ross is apparently trying to pay coaches see, to there lose. You go, there you go. So if if a lot of people feel if Deshaun only gets eight games, you know, six, it's going to have to be like, hey, man, we might not want to go for the full. You know, it's just like, hey, man, do we want to go for first degree murder? Second, do we want to go all the charges? We well, you go to all the charges. Well, damn, you end up getting stuck. You end up losing. You overreached. And this could be a similar situation with Deshaun where it's like, man, we, we want to give him the season, but we might have to give him eight because we do not want to go to court over this. Because a lot of things get exposed. I just want them to hurry up. So then that way we can really fill out. Because for as far as we know, this could be holding up the Jimmy Garoppolo thing. This could be holding up the Baker. Everything is just like, yo, what is the suspension going to be first? What if they come down in this 13 games and Cleveland say, you know what? Hey, 49ers, what you want for Jimmy? What you want for Jimmy? Jimmy Jimmy's the type that you might come in. Jimmy don't care if he's there for a rent a, a, rent a year, rent a 10. Boost his stock up even more. Wouldn't be surprised if it was a news dump on Friday. But Kyrie Irving, most likely to the Lakers, huh? Okay. And if I was LeBron, I'd say, welcome back, son, just to piss him off. That's how petty I would be if I was LeBron. Take a page out of your boy KD. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting again from the Azel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing Mr. Sandspin, the one and twos. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Tai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, Houston. This is Sam spinning the one and twos. Next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, the key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. Make sure you try out their pre-made alcoholic drinks, or you can just stick to the original mix and add your own favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Hello, right. Red, for your red, white, and blue this oh, weekend. yeah. Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, so it's another three-day weekend coming up. Um which we'll have here pretty soon. Probably let you know we'll be off again coming up here pretty soon, but we'll let you know. I don't know the days for sure yet. We do know um, Monday for yeah, sure. Monday, a little heads up on that one. Yeah, everybody's off on Monday. Um, 
Okay, so before we touch a little bit more on the KD and where it could be, um, you had another tweet that you wanted to read out. Yeah, um, Michael Esparza <laughs> checking in. Um, have the Sp- We were talking about this last segment. Have the Spurs always been like this, but Duncan's been the ultimate Band-Aid? If you were to time, for, time shift right now, would we wait for Parker and Manu if it wasn't for him? Would you wait for Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili to develop, be patient with them a little bit more, allow them to grow into who they are if you don't have Tim Duncan band-aiding that along, of course, with David Robinson, Sean Elliott? Well, first of all, I I think uh, it's a good tweet. It's a good question. I kind of see that. I would say say yes with Manu. I mean, because I think Manu, you saw it. I mean, Manu, you saw that there was – you know, that was still. You saw the potential of Manu. It didn't take Manu that long to develop. I mean, you know, you dealt with some turnovers here and there, but Manu, you saw the talent from from jump. You know, um, that's the thing. I mean, it's been – that's also been the problem because, you know, even with the Tony, you know, understand he got bitched for speed and all that, but that's the other problem with the draft picks of late. I mean – they, other than getting the Kawhi trade from Indiana from George Hill, they haven't really drafted anybody that pops out the screen right away. But they and, haven't uh, been in a position to do so. But, but yes, you have. There's there, Jonas. You don't have to be in your mindset. The way your your takes and the way you keep talking, like if you're not picking one, two to one, two or three, you just can't find that player not to pop out. And I totally disagree with that. If you're not drafting one uh, through six, the odds. Of finding a player to pop, Giannis at at, at at fifteen, you know, as d- documented well in the Disney movie Rise, if you follow his story, Giannis at fifteen, he had to he had to fight through, he had to develop his body. But okay, he had, see, he had to develop his but, game through but, but that, Jonas, that, that, but, that. That's a diamond but, in the but, rough. But Jonas, when he hit the court, bro, you could tell like the guy was special. Like maybe if you said he needed to eat three steaks a day, that's one thing. When I talk about pop, I'm talking about knowing that that guy going to be able to play in the NBA. And you don't have to pick in the top five or seven to get that. But you to play get, in the NBA and to excel in the NBA, to be the star, to be the centerpiece, to be, as as Michael Esparza is talking about, the Band-Aid, the, 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 the Tim Duncan, to which you can have well, these role players all, around, first, to have these, right, to right, allow right. these the, the extra pieces to rise to a higher right. level, first make them all, better. First of all, Tim would have been it. We're talking about the greatest power forward to every play. It's it's hard to use him to keep going back to Tim when you're talking about the greatest power forward and one of the greatest players period then ever just played. Just use a star. Luca, I mean, for example, up the road in Dallas was still a six overall. I think he was three and then to the part of the Trey Young trade and hit them in Atlanta swapping. It was six and three. But but it's it, it's being up there to get those talents. That's why we're, we're talking about the playoffs and you're saying the Spurs need that guy to be in the playoffs. Look across the league. All the young teams there that have their young stars. What those draft, young stars what, what weren't pick, found at 15, what, what 19, was, 29. Uh, what, what, pick, what pick was Draymond Green? He was a second rounder. And so 35th what, what, overall. Okay. He but, popped. But, you, but he's... 
Draymond Green, as we saw a couple years ago, can't carry the, a team no, on his no, own. No, we, well, he is, also, he is a on. great asset well, we, well, we also, along with the don't, Splash don't, Brothers. Don't, don't move the goalposts. I'm don't not moving that. the goalposts. Don't move the goalposts. The bottom line is, no, what we found out this season, when he had back problem, when he was out for a month, we found when they started losing, we found out how important he really is to because that. Because he's a when, great when, piece. And I'm telling but, you. But, but it, then it, the, the, the Warriors without Draymond Jonas, isn't as bad as the Warriors Jonas, without Steph Curry. Jonas, and what I'm trying to tell tell you bro is that they haven't even found good they haven't found good pieces to pop really a lot you're, you're I'm not talking Tim Duncan bro I'm not talking about a greatest player whatever I'm talking about guys that you're not trading that guy because you know what he's a hell of a three what round what, where was clay at what round was clay at? I can't remember where was he, he was at? the first round he was he was a lottery pick okay. uh, top top 14 okay so I mean no, I mean, but, there's levels to everything. I'm just saying in regards to, and and it goes, we can move on, but I'm just saying it goes back to good tweet by Sparza, by the way, but it goes on to the fact that where you can't, it, it goes back to where they've got so many other checklists that you got to check off for them to even draft you. That's the other factor yeah, to but this. But they don't have the opportunity to draft the character guy that is a top five talent. Because there are good character guys in the top five. The team, just like you've said multiple times, stuck in no man's land. They're not there to draft them. Okay? Not, so now they are. They've, they've officially committed. And if this Victor uh, Wembenyama out of France, if he's that guy and, and he's, he played for, played for Tony's team in France and now he's playing for Boris's team in France and he's a, a seven five, a once in a lifetime kind of deal. Then bottom out and go ba- for ba- it. Back to the back. Don't which, don't don't be active at the again, trade deadline and try which, to acquire which, talent. Which again, I will bottom tell you, out. I will tell you this: this is not the NFL. It did when you when you go zero and fifteen or one and fifteen in the NFL, one and sixteen, you're guaranteed the number one pick. You can bottom out all you want to, and there's still this is a ping pong system. Correct. Okay, so it does. I, that's why I don't want to hit hard on this whole pitch, pitch. So you got to get. It's not guaranteed. That's why I don't want to talk about this kid from France yet, because it is not guaranteed. They can trade whoever. It's not guaranteed that they're going to get him. It doesn't work that way in the NBA. This isn't the NFL. And the bottom line is no. I'm pushing back. We're going to agree to disagree. You don't. First of all, to answer his tweet, really, like yes, Mono would. They would. It wouldn't have mattered. Tim Mono would have been a guy that you could see that. I mean, hell, he went on to win the uh, an Olympic gold with Argentina. He he popped, and he was down at 29. They stole the gym. Tony was down. I'm talking about nobody from slow mo and everything else. Nope. These have been good character guys, and nobody's popped as even a piece as a plug. These have just been all projects. For the most part. That's what you find at 29. That's the thing. I mean, not all the time. Sometimes you can find better because there's other teams that's doing it. Period. Other teams don't have a list of criteria you got to check that's off the exception, box. exception, not the rule. Well, I'm just letting you know. It's, you know, if, you, if, if you're picky, if you've been single for seven, eight years, and you don't date nobody because you're picky because basically, well, you know what? You know, she has, she has a crooked toe. That lap, laps over the pinky toe, but you still you steady going home and you steady ain't dating and you steady just basically reading comic books and hanging out by yourself. The bottom line is you can't be the list. If your list is so picky, you're going to go. You ain't going to get anything. And the bottom line of it is they're quote unquote character guys that they look for. There's a lot of boxes that need to be checked off instead of like, hey, can this guy win? Can we win with him? 
They're one of the few, they're only probably very few teams in the NBA that really are that, their criteria is strict. When technically you really can't be, and again, it goes back, you can be that way when you have 21. But free agency will start here in a few hours. Uh, you know, we didn't really get a call because of the KD news and then, of course, Kyrie Irving. But, you know, James Harden, James Harden, I mean, the question I have, is he looking to do it different? You know, he reports are he's I think he's hired a personal trainer. He decided not to opt in of his money. A lot of people feel like he's going to leave money for Philly to really fix their problems that they got to. So maybe James Harden has heard the noise of heard of, hey, you know, he ate his way out of Houston. He's you know, he needs to get in better shape. Hey, it's a start. We'll see. I, I mean, I'm not going to claim that, hey, this just shows you that James Harden's about to be a total different player. But. You know, when you unlike Kyrie, when you don't opt in, and a lot of that has to do with the market he's in. He knows that they're going to let his ass hear it. He's been having to hear it. You know, he's been having to hear it. So he understands where he's making, but we'll see if that's really the turning point for him. I know a lot of people asking questions in regards to where um, KD, and it, and it reports has it to where it's, down, you know, either the Heat, the Suns, and was there another one? No, it's the Heat and the Suns. Those I'll, are the, the, the if two those are the two teams, I would say it's my. I say he ends up in Miami. Pat Riley's been after KD or been kind of wanting KD for years. Um, South Beach is a place where you're not going to have to have any trouble of getting people to want to come play there. Um, they're close. They've been to, you know, uh, an NBA Finals in the bubble a few years ago. They went to an Eastern Conference Finals just last year. <clears throat> KD, I, I, I could see Miami. I don't know who they and I don't. And to be honest with you, I don't think Brooklyn is going to make the Suns or Miami get that naked. Really, I don't think so. I think they're looking at they're going to want picks, but sitting there to say you got to go gut a team. I, I mean, to get KD, I don't. I mean, I could be wrong. But I just feel like I don't think it's going to be for King's ransom, but we'll see. But if you ask me where I think it would probably be right now in the heat of the moment, I would probably say it's going to be Miami. I, I and, if, and if I'm that, I'm not letting go of Kyle Lowry because it shows that you need some type of point guard. Um, you heard, you know, even you heard Boston bitching about it in the black. We need a true point guard, man. We need somebody to talk Marcus Mart. You know, Kyle Lowry had some hamstring issues, but if I had to, I mean, you'd ask yourself, would you part with Jimmy Butler to get KD? You know, I had my Jimmy Butler take over the course of, you know, the playoffs this past May and, and, you know, April and June and stuff, possibly. But I think it would probably be Miami. Um, Phoenix? Um, You know, you wonder what Phoenix would have to give up if it would even be Phoenix. I mean, I know Aiden is in a situation where he's unrestricted free agent, right? Yeah, but that would probably be, again, money situations, yeah. things to make it work, probably like a sign-and-trade, I would imagine. I'm not a cap guy. I got people to talk to for that one. But. I hear you. Um, but, no, I think, it would, I think you would look at, look at my – I mean, that would – I mean, again, you know, if, if he goes to the West, speaking of Phoenix, if they find out a way to go ahead and move him to the West – that really shakes up. That changes the East a little bit more. I mean, that's one more less dynamic player in the Eastern Conference. Um, if he stays in the East, you still have. I mean, even if it's Miami, I mean, you still have. I mean, you know, Milwaukee's still going to be there. 
Then it's still Miami. That course that means they're not going anywhere. Boston and then Boston, Philly with money space because of Harden's decision. So they've got some flexibility. Um, well, maybe uh, Toronto still hang around. Uh no. I mean Toronto's in that situation. They're almost in a situation, not as much of all the other integral parts, the money and the teams and all that. That's why. But with the Spurs, I mean, Toronto's, it, it's going to be, and that GM, I'm telling you, I'm surprised they've, uh, they're able to keep on to him as long as they have. I mean, I know the Knicks were after him for a while. He's got a lot of connections of these players in Africa that's in this development system out there that comes in that they get through Toronto. Uh, they'll stay competitive because I think Nick Nurse, I mean, I knew it wasn't just about having Kawhi. I think Nick Nurse is a good coach. I think he's a real good coach. 1-800-707-9760. The other bigger news that we talked about, we touched on a little bit earlier, was the announcement of USC um, and UCLA set to go ahead and leave the Pac-12, um, maybe as early as 2024. Um, and to me, my opinion, that's pretty much the start of the death of the Pac-12. Because it doesn't matter who you replace them with. Like, see, the difference with the Big 12 being able to replace a team for OU in Texas, I mean, it's regionally. I mean, think about it. I mean, the Big 12, because of the state of Texas, the region it plays, Pac-12, the problem with the Pac-12 is that they can't garner interest from the masses, like from East Coast, people to watch their games because of the times that it comes on. And then and then you get into that with the Heisman Trophy voting stuff. Again, the Pac-12 is just challenged geographically, and basically that's just really what the reality is. So that's the reason why I say if this report is true and they are leaving – that's just going to be the the Pac-12 will never recover from that. Not football wise. I'm talking football. Everything I'm talking is football. Not so much looking at the college. You know, with USC instead, you got Arizona there. I'm talking about football. I mean, geographically, that's a that's a nightmare. Um, to to California to Ohio, California to Indiana. But that's over the, the Midwest. But, that that's and then and then of course you've got to convince. Other Big Ten schools to go out to California for for home games for USC and UCLA. Oh, the money that they, that's going to be split up in the TV and the conferences, they going to do it. I mean, yeah, that's a flight. But some of these schools going to play each other in non conference games. They've been playing each other sometimes in non conference games anyway. West Coast to 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 you know Big Ten country sometimes. Yeah, but that's here and there. I mean, you're talking about how much how much of an impact that's going to take on the California players specifically. Just in, in, in the travel time, the prep, the fatigue of where – I mean, when we look at the way the NFL schedules games, so you're not on the road too much and, and all that. I mean, this is going to be – these are college kids. They're not professional athletes yet, though they some of them get paid like it. Well, I'll just tell you that the amount of exposure that they're going to get, speaking of USC – and UCLA compared what they've gotten under that commissioner in the last seven, eight years in the Pac-12, it'll be worth their while and the pocket pocketbook as well. All right, man, that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mr. Sands spinning the one and twos. San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you at the snooze button and for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow.